0: Hey y'all, quick note about this episode. It was recorded uh, back in February, I think, maybe early March. Regardless, it's been on the shelf for quite a while, but it's so good and it was so much fun and I definitely did not want to miss out on sharing it. So here we go. So if there are some comments or some throwbacks that you hear uh, that doesn't quite line up, that's because Ducky and I are talking about, you know, back in the early days of the COVID experience, uh, which I think was, like I said, February, March, somewhere along those lines. Anywho, it's a lot of fun. Enjoy this episode. It's one of my favorites.
1: Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing.
0: Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. And uh, if you are just finding us, Because we're going to talk about celebrity crushes, so I'm sure that is why you clicked on this one. Uh, Don't forget to go ahead and leave one of those five-star ratings, leave a review, subscribe, do all those things. Uh, I appreciate it, but even more so, it tells the podcast algorithm, powers that be, that you're listening and that you like what you're listening to so that they will show me and show this show to other fangirls and guys out there who might want to jump on board too. So you guys know it's no fun to fangirl alone. We, we want as many people as we can to listen. Uh, on the show today is one of my favorite guests. It's Ducky. Hey, Ducky. What's up, girl? Hey, girl. How's it
1: going in this Corona craziness?
0: Oh, that's that's about it. That's That kind of just sums it up. Corona craziness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like Groundhog Day. And, you know, we're not even that far in, which is also the Netsy thing about this. I've seen so many... Uh, suggestions that this you know what originally people thought was just going to be two weeks of inconvenience is now at minimum going to be eight weeks Mm -hmm. maybe more and so it's uh, just life as we know it for at least the short term is absolutely looks very very different very different but the good thing is out there in the entertainment sphere, <laughs> we still have so much to consume and so much to kind of fill those gaps and those downtimes. I think even more so than we probably had before, you know, there's st- there's a lot of time to fill. And that's why I was like, well, hey, the podcast, I got time for this. We're going to keep going on this because I think people are also going to be looking for some different forms of entertainment and you know, fangirls, they got to talk about what they like, right? And even though we may not be going to the movies, some of these movies are coming to us lately. So this is exciting too.
1: Exactly. And I think it's the perfect time to talk about wonderful distractions. And for me, my number one wonderful distraction is celebrity crushes. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Yeah. So
0: let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, Now, first of all, First of all, I don't think I asked you this on the last show, so I want to make sure I don't do it again. Where can people find you on
1: social media? Oh, well, if you're looking for me on the social medias, you can find me at Magic all Mode on Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok. So Ooh. I'm on all of those. And also, if you're looking to read my writing, because that's pretty much what got me on the nerdiest of nerd trains, uh, you can look at slash film and cbr.com for lists and all the other fun stuff i write perfect perfect all right so tell me tell me
0: who is your first uh, celebrity crush
1: Well, I think the first thing to define before I say who they are is that I have three types. And I don't know if you have types, Patty, but I definitely do. And you'll notice them as I'm listing off the crushes. Uh, One type is that I really like pretty boys. Or as because I'm from the anime world, they're called bishonen. So, you know, very long hair, kind of Henry Cavill and the Witcher kind of guys. So that's our vibe. Then the other kind is comfy, round, kind of, you know, cuddly guys and per and people. And then the other one is tough individuals with a heart of gold. Those wow. are my types. <laughs> uh, so you'll you'll notice a pattern in these lists quite quite uh frequently. So, anyway, when it comes to my first celebrity crush, I actually had crushes more so when I was a young kid on uh fictional characters in live action and I ended up getting crushes on the actors who played them mm-hmm. so my first ever crush of all time was Rufio from Hook who was played by the wonderful Dante Bosco all right. All right. Fair enough. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Hook. I'm a, I am have a feeling most people that listen to this podcast have. And if you haven't, it's basically a retelling of Peter Pan. But as if Peter Pan ended up growing up and then had to come back to Neverland to fight for his kids from Captain Hook. And there is a uh, character named Rufio who is... Um, Essentially the new Peter Pan, but he's more of a 90s bad boy Peter Pan. And I ended up having a huge crush on Dante Bosco because of this movie. He was all of my like super cute bad boy dreams when I was little. Uh, Of course, I didn't realize I had the crush until a bit later, but him for sure. And then the other one that was super early on was Michael Jackson. He was one of my first crushes.
0: That's actually, that's funny. That's, that's, you know, I had a friend who was uh, on that Michael Jackson train as a kid mm-hmm. too. And I'm talking like oh, way back. This is Michael Jackson getting his hair caught on fire at the Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Michael Jackson. yeah. Thriller uh, this, era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was, I mean, she dressed like him. She danced like him. She wanted to be everything just like him. And I do remember when that happened she just she cried for days about you know how scary that was and how terrifying it was and and I don't remember um at that time I was you know Michael Jackson didn't I really liked him like everybody did it that you know and that I mean everyone was so excited about Thriller and all of that but I, Mm -hmm. I never felt like the crush my crush my my early crushes uh and I think it I think it's, it also extends probably, well, definitely extends to this day. Uh, While you said you had a type, mine definitely has the type. And that's that all American clean cut. um, Very, yeah, very, very superhero-y, very, you know, saves the day kind of guy, right? That's just, Mm -hmm. I've always liked those kinds of guys. So Mm -hmm. my first memory of, pretending and playing and 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 wanting to really get to know and be was luke skywalker and han solo oh nice choices yeah and it was between the two of them like every other day i would switch right i couldn't oh you know And now looking back as this adult and watching the Star Wars movies over again, I'm like, girl, what was wrong with you? It is clear Han Solo is the winner. Like, why were you (laughs) even in with that whiny Luke Skywalker? Which, Mark Hamill, if you happen to be listening, I love you. You are (laughs) like my adult celebrity crush, you know. But back as a kid, it was all about Luke Skywalker. And uh, Luke... It was just a little too whiny, you know, looking back, I'm like, mm, mm. I don't know what why that was attractive to me, but that's, so I, I just really liked that hero. So I was definitely in that, that age group where um the hero saves the day was very appealing to me. Um, But I think it was also just, you know, I, I had a celebrity crush on princess Leia too. So she, yes. was, she was right there in the mix. It wasn't even so much that it had to be the guys saving the day. I was a, I, I thought she saved the day in half of that film, you know, and so oh, absolutely, yeah, and so so it was it was kind of like all three of them were mixed together, but w- it, you know, I do remember switching off between Luke and Han and trying to decide which one I liked the most. Well, so that's well, yeah, my early. But-
1: yeah, yeah. And like Han Solo is like the definitive OG bad boy. So it totally uh-huh. makes sense why you would have a crush on him. Yeah, I, I, I definitely did too.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely, you know, I I say all American whatever, but I also like the bad boy with the heart of gold, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's really, you know, he, he tries to be this bad guy, but they're not really, they're actually really, really, really the good guy. So yeah, I definitely there. Um so yeah, that was that was my first celebrity crushes back. Then.
1: I also would like to before I forget wanna mention one other early celebrity crush just because it's very specific and very nostalgic. But I was a very big fan at a very early age of a show called Northern Exposure. Did you mm-hmm. ever watch that show?
0: I never watched it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So it's I, basically... I know it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So basically, long story short, it's a show about a doctor from New York that gets sent for his tenure to Alaska in this really weird, quirky little town. And there was a character in the show whose name was Ed, and he was essentially a giant film nerd. And he was one of my first crushes as, and I mean, you know, how, how would, you know, it would totally make sense that of me, I would have a giant crush on the film nerd guy, but he also wore like punk clothes. And that's probably what, what, you know, evoked me to want to wear punk clothes when I was a young kid. So definitely got to give a shout out to Ed, aka Darren E. Burroughs for uh, that crush.
0: Uh, That's funny. It totally shaped your whole future, didn't it?
1: (laughs) Uh, no, it absolutely did. I actually wrote an article about it on my blog, because one of the cool things about Ed is that uh, he has a, I, it isn't out frontly said, but Ed basically has some sort of neurological differences. And mm-hmm. I do as well, mm-hmm. um, because I grew up with dyslexia and dyscalculia and um ADD and a few other things where my brain just doesn't connect like normal people mm-hmm. in terms of uh, learning uh, basic functions. And it was really cool to have a character who, A, was so dreamy, B, <laughs> had the same exact sort of you know mindset that I did, and B, loved movies just like me, or I would eventually love movies just like him. So... Yeah, absolutely. And that's sometimes the best things about finding a crush early on is also finding a connection that you didn't know you could find. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I and I think this is important. You know, something
0: that we we wanted to talk about here is these celebrity crushes, while yes, you know, I think both of us will fully admit, a lot of it has to do with how they look. Mm-hmm. I mean you know that's where that's how the celebrity crush starts but there's so much more to that and there's so many more reasons why we are drawn to a character or an actor or uh you know whatever it it might be and and like you know like perfect example is Luke Skywalker I love Mark Hamill so much more than I loved Luke Skywalker
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, well, because Mark Hamill is the voice of the Joker. He's super yep. cool and oh, he's funny, yep. and he he doesn't um unlike Luke Skywalker, he doesn't hold a lot of things back, and that's very attractive. Absolutely, absolutely,
0: I completely, one hundred percent agree with you on that. If you guys are not following uh, him on Twitter, that's I I love it.
1: <laughs> that should be a pandemic requirement yeah, go, follow yeah. go, go follow him on twitter go follow him on twitter because he's a lot of fun
0: uh all right all right so did i ask you this about weird ones
1: No, you did not, but I'm happy to oblige.
0: (laughs) Do you have any weird crushes that no one else, I don't know, seems to get but you or that when you admit to it, they're like, girl, what is wrong with you? So,
1: so, okay. So the really funny story among me and my friends is that I tend to get crushes almost exclusively on actors who are at least 20 to (laughs) 30 years older than me and I don't know why um I think it's because uh I don't know I've just always had that mindset that there's uh something cool about someone who's mature and it isn't like I'm necessarily looking for it it just kind of happens and also definitely
0: I'm like I'm like just the opposite I have (laughs) Yes, I have. I have the reputation in my little group of going like ten to fifteen younger, twenty younger, oh. and, and it, it. You know, I. I hope it's not creepy because I definitely, obviously, would never act on anything with some of these. But that is who I just see them, and I see the potential. I think is what you know, I, what, what draws me to it is, oh my gosh, this is somebody I want to watch and see what happens
1: uh, with so much, you
0: know, ahead of them. So I think that's really funny that you're like going older and I'm over here going younger uh, with my (laughs) questions because my admission, my admission is a much younger guy. And I will tell you that
1: after you, after you give me some of yours, (laughs) that's totally okay. But yeah, so no, like seriously, so, so that, and then the other joke among my friends is that there are specific very weird crushes that I have that then they're like, "Oh yeah, of course you have a crush on that person because they're super weird and totally not like stereotypically attractive at all." I love so they like I love it. Yeah. Okay, so I will tell you two of mine even though I have quite a bit more. Possibly the fir- well the first one I had when I was young and I still have a crush on him though. It's kind of changed a little bit since he's gotten older and he's kind of gotten a little more to grandpa for me. Um but is Ron Perlman? I have okay. a huge crush on Ron Perlman. I am a huge Hellboy fan, and also I grew up watching the 1980s Beauty and the Beast TV show. Yeah, that yeah, I yeah, got a, why.
0: You gave a, a, a podcast. I mean, you gave me a blog post on that. I actually, I'll link that. Right. To if
1: right. anybody wants
0: to go read that, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So Ron Perlman was—he definitely fits in that tough guy with the heart of gold category
0: because. Mm-hmm.
1: He's got that, uh, you know, deep, gravelly voice, which oh, so sexy. And uh, he also just has that, like, you feel like you could snuggle up with him and talk about how hard your day was. And they'd be like, yeah, it was really hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, that, so that definitely. Uh, and also just because Hellboy and Vincent were both crush worthy as well. The other one that is definitely a lot more recent but is also similarly weird and actually really similar to Ron Perlman because they both are usually in disguise is Andy Serkis. Oh, Andy, that's fun. I like it. I like it. You know what it is is that I didn't necessarily have a crush on him like when he was making Lord of the Rings or when he was making 13 going on 30 or any of that stuff. I got a crush on him when he was making the new Planet of the Apes movies. Because for some reason, <laughs> watching behind the scenes footage of this man in like his like little mocap suit and being all like gravelly and grovelly and making ape noises was really hot. And I don't know why. <laughs>
0: That's funny. That's funny.
1: And also he has the signature haircut that makes me swoon, which is the the uh, shave sides And Mm -hmm. the long um, floppy part, Mm -hmm. kind of also like Josh Brolin as Cable in Deadpool 2. Like that's that's my signature like, oof, haircut. (laughs) Love it, love it. Yes, yes. But I think it's mostly just because I'm just very attracted to passionate people. And both of them are very passionate about their own things in general. But what are yours? I'm curious. So my my weird
0: celebrity crushes um, include Justin Bieber.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, but I need I, the story I, on that. I, I really like Justin Bieber a whole lot, like, ridiculously. I mean, I know it's cool right now to really bash on Justin and to Aww. hate Justin, but... Mm-hmm. I have loved Justin since he was like 12 years old. So the very, and it was a very mom-like <laughs> love. This was not, this was not creepy love. This was a very yeah. mom-like, okay? And yeah. ever since then, I have watched him and I've cried and I've had heart, I've been heartbroken over some of the choices he's made and some of the people that were in his life. And there are some people I wish that he would not hang out with anymore. Justin, would you please listen to me? <laughs>
1: Wait, but- I gotta
0: know who, who? Who? Oh, his manager!
1: <laughs> oh, is that Scooter
0: somebody? Yes, yeah, yes, okay, yes. Oh. But um, yeah, but uh, but I, I just really, I just really like Justin, and I, I just think he's he is well, he's falls into that category of holy cow, the talent that is there. Yes, what, absolutely. And I think he's. I don't want. I want to say he's like twenty five right now. So look at him in twenty five. Look at what he's already done. Right, And mm-hmm. then let's look at them in 25 more years and my mind just explodes with the possibilities. And yeah. so that, that's my very, um, maybe somewhat creepy, I don't know, but I have always really, I've been a believer like from the beginning. I, I remember <laughs> my, my son was... I don't know, three, four, five, six, something like that. And he mm-hmm. he asked for a purple hoodie so that he could, you know, look like Justin and, and whatever his concert was that he did on HBO or something back in the day. And um oh, sat, yeah would dance to a uh, baby, you know, all, I mean, it was just it was so I think that also tied to it is that my very young son saw something in Justin uh, Bieber that attracted him. And uh, I, I I really loved it. So anyway. So it's very, like I said, from a very mom point of view, but I really, I have this big, huge, old celebrity crush on Justin Bieber. I know he hasn't always made the right choices, and yes, he's still a kid, and he's going to continue to make bad choices. However,
1: (laughs) I have faith in you, Justin.
0: I know you're going to bring it around.
1: Um, no, but like, but that, but that similar mindset to go back for two seconds is also my exact statement that I say for Michael Jackson, you mm-hmm. know, like there's some weird stuff about him that I definitely get why people are like, Ugh. but you know, you gotta understand back in like the late 80s, early 90s, he was pretty cool, you know, so like, everybody, all these celebrities that I'm naming, and every celebrity that I'm sure we're gonna name on this list has flaws. They've done oh, not no. great mm-hmm. things. Not, not, not mine. Not mine. None of mine. None. None. <laughs> um, well, no.
0: I, also, yeah. I also really like um, the combination of Justin Bieber and James Corden. So not just oh. to get weird and be like, I love Justin Bieber, but I also really like James and Justin together. I don't know if you saw any of their uh, carpool karaoke videos that they put course, out. Of
1: course. Of course.
0: I am obsessed. I could sit and watch those over and over and over again. There's something about just – there's just some very nuanced and very – and something about their personalities together where Mm -hmm. James is – I don't know he's trying to be cool but at the same time he's also like dadding you know Justin just a little bit anyway I just I I love I would love to hang out with the two of them and just follow them around all day and listen to them talk uh so that's my other kind of weird combo is I'm a little obsessed with James and Justin together um they're both
1: adorable so I get it
0: yeah it's 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 odd but that's my thing uh all right let's talk about like ultimate favorites I've got two that People know know me and love me and immediately, I mean, I get the memes, I get the pictures, I get the news stories, I get anything new that's happening sent directly to me when <laughs> and either of these two dudes um, show up in uh, in the news, uh, which they do frequently enough that it's a constant stream of information and I'm super happy to get it. Um, <laughs> so who do you have on your like fav- favorite, top favorite all
1: time Band girl crushes all right well for me because you know I like to represent my uh dual crush side since I am bi um my first one and I think these two perfectly represent just me as a person in a lot mm-hmm. of ways is David Harbour uh-huh uh, <laughs> David Harbour he is just like well first of all first of all very important that everyone listening to the podcast knows that david Harbor comes from the city or town that's only 20 minutes away from my house okay so i think i think deep down we were just destined destined <laughs> uh, second of all david Harbor was uh you know a, a big broadway person and one of the things that I would love to talk about On the podcast our time Is I am a very big Broadway musical theater person So mm, mm-hmm, You know mm-hmm. he Him having those beginnings Very hot And third of all Homeboy knows how to rock a body That is both Cuddly and like a little chubby But also very like worked out and perfect like oh just uh oh. and he rocks facial hair so good and uh, 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 I just I love him I love him so he, much
0: you know uh while he's <laughs> like not high on my list as soon as you said his name I'm over here shaking my head going
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm I see it I see it um, well, no, and and, and him- with a man bun in the trailer <laughs> for uh, Black Widow, hot. hot. Um, so that, man that is for sure. And that's why I'm so... Hit. And also on a little side note, there's a... So when he was doing the promo for um, Black Widow at Comic-Con with the cast, there is a photo of him and Rachel Weisz together. And he's like gently kissing the top of her head and I've never seen an image that better explains my attraction to two people simultaneously more than that one singular photo oh that's awesome that's awesome yes
0: yeah he is somebody uh he's somebody that I don't I don't know where I was sleeping on but I just I hadn't paid any attention to him at all until I got into Stranger Things which again yeah. sleeping on things I didn't pay any attention to Stranger Things until last summer when I finally got oh. around to it all. So I yeah I got a lot of Hopper in a very condensed period of time and it was like I will do anything for a Hopper and so <laughs> obviously Stranger Things 3 like ripped me apart because Oh I was me too. Like, You know, no, I need more Hopper in my life. Um, So yeah, no, I and he's also one of those. He is one of those celebrity crushes that there's so much depth to him. It's not yes, yes. We've talked about how he's a good-looking man, and like you, and I agree with you on his body. Like, um, it's hot, right? It's it's Mm. you know, it's it's there, and um, there's something about that big burliness that's that can be very attractive. But well, and right now he's super thin. Oh, is he? I haven't I haven't yes. seen him recently. Okay. Yeah. But he's he's very cerebral too and very much um like the Broadway connection and such. Like just I don't know, just an actor's actor, like he's he's deep. He's deep. So he's not just a pretty face, I guess is Yeah.
1: Talking. No, and he also um is very open about his battle with mental illness. And oh. I think we're getting you know. there.
0: Yes. I have another one that that I love and I think that that's am, am, amazing. I I that's one of the hottest things that celebrities can do right now is yes. share how they are just like us. And so, yeah, that's on my list too. So, um yeah, yeah. Okay. So 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 we got Dave, David Harbor. Who else? Tessa
1: Thompson. Yeah. For girl. sure. All right. Tessa Thompson is just like there's never been a human being in my personal opinion that's been more just like perfect mm-hmm. in every way possible. Her skin is flawless. Her eyes are just so beautiful and like have so much soul in them. And on top of it, she's an amazing actress and she also is best friends with Janelle Monet, who's also one of my big crushes <laughs> and seeing them together is like the epitome of beauty in friendship and everything and i don't know what else is going on behind the scenes with that but i am totally 100 percent into it and i don't know if anyone else is watching westworld season three but girl is slaying those looks from head to toe looking amazing acting amazing so i i cannot stand Uh, Tessa Thompson more (laughs) than I am right now she is absolutely incredible and I and similar to what you said like uh, there's certain crushes that you get that you can't wait to see their potential I can't wait to see her become even more of the incredible talented person on screen than I already think that she is you know yeah yeah.
0: Tessa Thompson again was somebody who I didn't know a whole lot about her until uh, Thor Ragnarok Mm-hmm. and um i was actually on the press junket for that one and she had some amazing answers to some questions that were put <sighs> to her at the press junket that i was like mm-hmm. I-, I love you i mean i literally was like mouthing the words i love you <laughs> um, <laughs> In a super professional way, of course. I was far enough <laughs> of back; nobody course. saw it. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. But, um, but yeah, she's she is absolutely on that um, level of just so amazing and so much cool is coming out of Tessa Thompson over the years that I can't wait to see see where we go with this. So, yep, 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 yeah. yep I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Well, my um my two biggies. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that Zach Efron is my number one stand, and this again goes back to the the i don't want to call it creepy because it was pure love i swear But I, it goes back to High School Musical when he was a kid. Like that, I remember, um, I was not of the age bracket that High School Musical was put out for. And I don't even know how I came across it because I didn't have kids old enough at the time to be really watching Disney Channel. But somewhere, someplace, flipping channels, I landed on High School Musical and thought I would watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was Zac Efron that stood out out of all those very talented Kid actors, which I do think they are all very talented in the High School Musical series, and I will yeah. fight anybody over that who says that it's they are not because they are. Um, yes, I, but agree. Was, I agree. It was Zach that stood out uh, to me on every level. I am very particular about kid actors; they can be so cheesy, and if they're not directed well, it, can, it just it just it, it's not good, and, I, and it's it looks like acting, and that's kind of my biggest complaint when I watch. Any show, any movie with kids in it—if I could tell your acting, I don't like it, and I hate to say that to kids, but because I can't do it, but um, I'm also not <laughs> to be on TV or be in a movie, right? You know, so right. it's, it's the ones that absolutely do the job so well, so young that really just impresses me. And Zac Efron was just—I just thought. Everything he did in this movie, which I know he didn't actually do the singing in this one. He did in some of the other ones, but not in this first one. But um, Yeah.
1: He did the in sing- the sequels, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the sequels mm-hmm. he did. But just not in the first one they he wasn't prepared to as much singing. The the key wasn't the 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 songs weren't written for him in his key, I guess. And so they fixed that. Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So they fixed that for him in the other movies so that he could actually pull it off. Um, And I'm not over here saying he's the best singer in the entire world. But what I am saying is it kind of goes back like with your musical theater interest or whatever. Zac Efron, when I heard that he was going to be in Hairspray. Mm. I was over the moon because I was like, "We're gonna get to see him as Link. Ah, this is amazing!" And he was was an amazing
1: Link. By the way, he was a
0: great Link. He was a great Link. So I am all about um, Zac Efron. Not only, yes, obvi- let's just say it. Obviously, he's hot. And obviously, he's <sighs> got these gorgeous piercing eyes. And the mm-hmm. hair is always so cool looking. Even when he has it all bleached out white, I can still rock. I can still get on board with that look, Zach. Everything about Zach physically is attractive. Like, you can't you can't say anything negative to that. But it is also the fact that he can sing, he can dance, and y'all, he can act. And And I want to point out my favorite movie that I love to watch him in, I just watched it again this week, is 17 again. And yes,
1: I need to watch that again. I haven't seen it since you it do
0: theaters. Oh yeah, you do. He he is, this was the movie that made me sit up and go, I was watching it because it's Zac Efron, of course, right? And I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, he's so cute. I got to watch it. But it made me sit up and take note of, out of, like what he can do. That one and um, The Lucky Ones was also yes. really good. And yes. then more recently, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. He plays so Ted good. Andy. And yeah. the last like 10 or 15 minutes where he's in jail and he's having the interaction with his ex girlfriend at that time, though like bone chilling. The rest of the movie is not so great. Like I, you know, it was okay. It wasn't as, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Um, but those last 10-15 minutes I was like that's it Zach that that is that's the that's 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 the actor that I'm talking about here people so
1: <laughs> fun, um, fun fact by the way about that movie I used to work with the guy that directed that movie
0: <laughs> oh, did you really did you really? yeah I um I and I and m- m- a side note my my negative to that movie was I had watched the Netflix documentary about Ted Bundy you know right Mm. before this movie came out and basically if I hadn't seen that then I probably would have liked the movie more but since I had seen it it was kind of the same thing you know and so yeah um it was it 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 just I I don't know what I wanted um I think I was I I had in my head or I was promised that it was going to be more of the personal story with the ex-girlfriend and really yeah. that was like at the beginning and then at the very end, but all in the middle, it was just like the Ted Bundy story that we all know. And so it, it wasn't different and that's what I was looking for. But anyway, by the way, Zach Efron was still really good in it. Um, so, so Zac Efron is my uh, is is my the guy that I get all the memes, all of the pictures, all of the the blog posts. And yes, people, I do know that quote unquote he's in talks to be Jack Sparrow uh, in a reboot of Pirates of the Caribbean. You don't have to send yeah. me those. I don't know that that's going to actually happen, but um, I'd be on board. I, I, I'm not. I don't feel like we need any more pirates movies. Personally. No,
1: no, not Not at least for a good another ten or fifteen years.
0: Mm-hmm. But it, but if if Zach if Zach Efron was in it, I absolutely would have my tickets on opening night. Yes. <laughs> I would be there don't. for it. Um, so he he's there. But then my other one that I am also super obsessed in hashtag all the ways and everything he also just happens to be another one of those really pretty, pretty people um, physically, but I feel like he's also got a really great soul, and that's Chris Evans. You know what? I was going to totally guess that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, He's a good one. He's He is, and the first movie that I remember him in was um, What's Your Number with Anna Faris. And,
1: oh, man! I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, and, and he, he jumped off the screen to me even in that one as, this is someone I want to watch. This is someone that i want to see where we're going forward with and and what potential is out there and then of course you know captain america the avengers obviously soon city from here on out i mean you combine marvel superheroes and chris evans together and um done for right but to your point and some of the things that you said earlier about um what it's not just how he looks or how he acts. I also I know people hate it sometimes when um, actors get political or try to interject, you know, their feelings on things or become celebrities with a cause. I am totally down for that because I think it's important that they are using they are using their voice and what their status is mm-hmm. to to basically talk about whatever they're passionate about. Right. And so some of the things that Chris Evans is passionate about, like his dog, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes.
1: And his brother.
0: And his brother who is adorable. Who is adorable. Yes. Uh, we, we ran into, uh, we were trying to see Chris Evans on the purple carpet at, uh, at Avengers end game. And while we're standing there kind of looking and seeing, cause he was off getting interviews we look over and Scott Evans was standing right next to it. Yeah. And my friend Tanya, who is definitely a much bigger Chris Evans fan girl than I will ever be. She's that's, I mean, I joke around. I was like, you're Mrs. Evans. Number one, I'm Mrs. <laughs> Evans. Number two. I know. My place. Like, I, you know, I, I, I get that. But anyway, um, she, she spotted Scott and she was like, Hey Scott, can we get a picture? And he was like, wait, what? You want a picture with me? And she's like, yeah, I want a picture with you. Um, So a bunch of us like got together to get in this picture and I was way in the back and I was trying to get into the picture anyway. He could tell that I was trying to crash this picture. Or whatever the picture of him is, like he's like got this weird look on his face, looking back at me, like "What are you doing?" It's, <laughs> hilarious. it's hilarious. But anyway, that's my that's my um, Scott Evans story. That's as close to Chris Evans as I will probably ever get. But um, I mean, was, that's
1: pretty great. That's pretty was, great. Yeah, and, and
0: he was <laughs> he was super nice and everything, and and he he just was laughing at us, like "What are you crazy girls doing?" But um, anyway, uh, Chris Evans. Things I like about him is. I like the fact that he is trying to start a conversation with his new website. I don't think it's out. I think it got put on hold once this whole coronavirus business kind of snowballed. Uh, Mm -hmm. But he is doing that political website that's called A Starting Point. And the idea behind it was he came to D.C. and he interviewed a ton of reps and a ton of senators to get their points on Video, uh, so that it'll be all in one website if people are trying to find out who to vote for or where to go next. He's, he went straight to them and had them record and say, this is what I stand for. This is what I want. This is what I'm looking for, you know, whatever. And he's putting it all together, both sides of the aisle um, on one website. So it could be someplace for somebody who really needs a starting point uh, mm-hmm. on who to vote for in all these very important elections to go straight here. And uh, I love it. I love I love that he is using because the, the thing that was crazy was um, I follow I follow a bunch of Chris Evans um, Twitter fan accounts mm-hmm. and um, they were all sharing and retweeting all these pictures of him with, all these reps and all of these um, senators at the, the state and every single last sort of them were basically fangirling that they were taking pictures with captain America. And I'm like, that's Aww. what I'm saying is you have to take, you, you take your celebrity and you use it for good if you can. If you, yeah. you it's, not a, it's not a requirement, but that's part of what makes you hot to me is that when you take that extra step and you do something really good with it. And they, you know, they may not have, if somebody random documentarian came over and said, hi, we're going to start this website, they might have been pushed away. But because he was Chris Evans, he was able to get through the door. He was able to get those interviews, and I think this website, whenever it comes out, is going to be amazing. So oh, uh, that's so yeah. hot,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like right, right. And then the other thing is to your to your mention about David Harbor talking about his mental health. Um, Chris Evans talks about his too, and mm-hmm. how he definitely has struggles, and he definitely has issues and concerns, and that he you know goes to therapy and all of that. And I think that is just so important for kids, adults. Everybody, humans, to see that yes, Captain America also has struggles, right? There's also some mental health issues there and it's that we're nobody out there is like the perfect human being so those are my two big big crushes uh and uh and why <laughs> yes and what good like choices and, and you know side note chris evans is also just like zach efron is is a triple threat he could dance he could sing he could act i mean hello uh,
1: greatest
0: showman
1: it. it's my friend. and also i'm so excited for chris evans too. to be in yep. little
0: shop of horrors yes i, I i'm I'm skeptical on the singing, and that's probably just because I haven't seen a whole lot of him singing. So we'll we'll mm-hmm. have to see what happens there. But um, but yeah, like he, I, I, when he was uh, on
1: Broadway for Lobby Hero, did you see Lobby Hero? I did not. I'm so sad. I didn't see that, nor did I see our boy Tom uh, and, uh, Betrayal, right? Was that I know? it was
0: yeah, yeah, it was Betrayal. Yeah, I, I was, I was hovering over the purchase tickets button, uh, for Tom Hiddleston. I didn't do it. I, I, it's, it's a regret now. It's a huge regret, but, um, I did pull the trigger and went to see Lobby Hero. So I did oh, get to nice. see Chris Evans uh-huh, on Broadway and, and he was great. He was, he was fantastic. But, um, Even with the mustache? <laughs> yeah, that mustache was awful, dude. It was so awful, but, um. <laughs> it it was perfect for the character and the top i mean it, it i understood why they made that choice and it did fit unfortunately
1: yeah <laughs> but, um, yeah
0: but uh but he but he was he was actually really i was surprised at how good i thought he was in it uh and uh and overall how much i liked the entire the entire play so anyway the point being is that he is also a triple threat he tap dances and he said he's been doing that, took lessons since he was a kid, still takes lessons now, um, has been doing this all his life. And he was a theater kid. His mom, I think, is a drama teacher um, back Yay. in Boston. And so he, at, just like uh, just like my Zach, uh, can dance sing at night. You know, obviously, obviously my dream uh, show would be something with Zac Efron Chris Evans and I don't know. Let's just throw Hugh Jackman in there. That oh would my be... God! <laughs> <laughs> that
1: he would also, be... by the way, was one of my first crushes mm-hmm. later later on in my life. So absolutely, I yeah, support. Yeah, that.
0: Uh, and and everything about. There's a little side note on on uh, on Hugh Jackman. As much as I love him, what is the hottest thing about uh, Hugh Jackman is how much he loves his wife.
1: Oh my God! Did you get to see him on tour? I did. I did. Ah! <laughs> I did too. It was, it, that was the craziest thing I have ever seen.
0: But I'm not as much of a of a as a Broadway theater dork as you are. I I, mm-hmm. I do enjoy it, but I'm not like obsessed with it. So that'll definitely be a good conversation for us to have in the future. But um, but the whole time I'm watching this, I was just laughing so hard because it was so crazy and it was so it was so wild on so many different levels. But i think if you come from the theater if you've you know, have more experience with some of those shows it made a lot more sense to you than it probably did to me
1: oh but yeah was... no i could go on a whole thing about him doing the peter allen um stick. It, was, it was crazy <laughs> It was. i mean he's so
0: t- again he's so talented this man is his talent but um you know again what's hot, so hot about him was he opens his show with greatest showman but then i think after one or two songs he launches into how much he loves his wife and does this whole spiel about his amazing wife who by the way is like 15 years older than him mm-hmm. and she is stunning and gorgeous and mm-hmm. he's just like she is the reason I do anything and I, I, that was so refreshing because you don't Hear that a lot, either, and no. so you know, yeah. He, he he definitely. If those three would get together and do something on Broadway, I would go to every single. I would I would move to New. I'd move in with you, Ducky, and I would move to New York <laughs> for the entire run
1: because I would be completely and totally
0: obsessed. Yeah, no, um. absolutely.
1: You should just come on over to New York. We'll go do that, and we'll. Uh, <laughs> you, well, and you know, for those who uh, are in the know, he's going to be hopefully when this Corona insanity uh, dissipates, he's going to be in the music man with uh, yeah. Broadway's favorite Sutton Foster. So that's going to be very, very fun. Um, yeah.
0: I, that was, an, again, another one of those, like I was hovering over the purchase buttons when they first went on sale and I talked myself out of it because it's just so expensive, but, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I would love to, I would love to see Hugh Jackman on stage in anything to be honest, but definitely the music man is one of my I just love that show too. I, so yeah, it's, it's hopefully Corona will stop and leave us alone and we can move on with our lives so that we can get some of these experiences back in our world. Um, it would sure be nice, but all right, well, I think we'll just wrap that up for now. Um, thanks for fangirling celebrity crushes with me. This was a good idea. We actually had this idea to do for like, um, Valentine's day, but I don't know about you, but February just kind of like I blinked and February was gone, and the next oh, semester,
1: absolutely, yeah, yeah,
0: you know we're halfway through. Here we are, halfway through March, and March is taking its own sweet time to 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 go through. But I think that has to do with all of us on shutdown um, more than anything else. But uh, well, is there anything else you want to add before we before we say goodbye?
1: Oh well, uh, I guess I just like to say that I hope everyone stays safe and you know does all of the fun celebrity crushing things so that they can get through all these tough times. You should definitely send who your celebrity crushes are. To to me and Patty, because I am very curious to hear who they could be. Um,
0: Absolutely. Send us your weirdest. Send us your, send us your normalist. Send us, you know, and if you have a disagreement with one of our crushes, you can certainly send that our way, but um, it's probably not going to change your mind.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, and I mean, like, here's the thing. You don't have to have a crush on that person, but don't be hating on me for having a crush on them. You know, like everybody, it's all fair and love and, not war. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much uh, for fangirling again with me. And I hope everybody will be back to fangirl and fanguy with us again real soon. Bye. Bye.